Welcome to the Configure Price Code podcast. My name is Frank Sohn and I'm the founder of NoCPQ Consulting. This podcast is 100% focused on Configure Price Quote, also known as CPQ, and will provide you useful insights into this topic. My guest today is Walter Vinyans. Walter is the CEO of Sposia, a digital pricing and consulting company that's offering an SAP certified pricing solution. Walter joined Sposia in 2016 after 20 plus years of business experience in various positions. He lives in the Netherlands with his family. Welcome, Walter, to the CPQ podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Frank, very much for this invitation. Walter, I'm very excited to have you. But before we get started, please tell us a little bit more about yourself. Like, for example, what you did before you joined Sposia four years ago. Yes. Yes. Well, in, in um, about 2005, together with my business partner, we, we founded at that time the European branch of what is now called uh, Rising. Rising is a boutique SAP consulting and um, has a focus on SAP and asset management and later on also uh, um, uh, HR success factors came along. Um, but for me, after 10 years of, of very um, intensive, um, yeah, 10 years with a lot of travel, it was time for me um, for a change. Uh, private equity entered into the company and I really missed also the um, enter- entrepreneurial um, dynamics of, of our first years. So, uh, together with my kids, at that time being five, five years old, we've got twins, I thought, uh, yes, time for change. Sometimes mm. you have to radically stop and do something else. So, yeah. that's what I did. Excellent. And then let me ask one question about Sposia. So, the, you're based, the company is based in the Netherlands. How many employees do you have? And is that all in one location or are they spread around the country? Yes. We are uh, indeed in the Netherlands at two locations. We are in uh, uh, close to The Hague, in Rijswijk. <laughs> we have an office. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I live in The Hague. And the uh, other office is in Amsterdam, where we have a lot of good, talented uh, uh, people. And uh, we have an office in, uh, in India as well, uh, more a support office. But our main, let's say, main seed is in the, in the Netherlands with uh, about uh, running to 35, running towards 40 people over here. Excellent. And one question I have to ask you because I know uh, our listeners really like to know, what do you do in your spare time? Uh, you have anything that you can share here with us? Oh, <laughs> Yes. So that was also for me time to change uh, a few years ago from my uh, busy um, uh, uh, former entrepreneurial life uh, that now I've I've got time to cook. I'm a hobby cook and also I like to visit uh, uh, a restaurant here and there. And um, um, yeah, I'm a real music fan, um, especially jazz and um, I play tennis. And that I have time again to play tennis, so that uh, I do a lot. And with this COVID time, we uh, we had for more than two months didn't didn't play with the, the nice weather out there. But now we can play again. So I'm uh, tonight on the tennis court again. Excellent. Now let let me ask you one thing. So you you have obviously a lot of experience, as I mentioned in the introduction, right? So, but how did you get started working with pricing? Because Bosia is first and foremost about pricing. 
Yes, um, yeah, there's a little anecdote to be honest. Uh, as mentioned, I live in The Hague and I um, used to visit across Europe, Middle East, to go to, uh, uh, in my former life, asset management, uh, SAP conferences. And then after, yeah, after many months, after my, let's say, sort of uh, retirement, I there was a conference here in The Hague in my backyard. And my former business friend said, invited me to come over and join that conference, which I did. There I met, yeah, one of the founders of Sposia. And he, yeah, he thought this guy is experienced in this international SAP space, in growth, in, well, I don't know what. <laughs> and then he invited me, come and talk with me. Can we, you can help, you can help us invest and help us grow. And that's how I, yeah, got connected to, uh, to Sposia. And now a question which which forces itself, I guess, a little bit. What's the current uh, impact of COVID nineteen to the pricing space? Well, we see um, we have actually had two projects that we won being postponed, and uh, so yeah, that is um, yeah, that's of course uh, the companies are hit by. Uh, COVID, but some companies, uh, one in the oil industry and the other is uh, is uh, related to retail fashion. But I think that the um, uh, uh, also COVID will trigger companies to especially look at CPQ and pricing. Uh, if the demand falls, uh, uh, the competition become more fierce. Uh, I think that companies really, really look more and should look more to CPQ and pricing as a lever to, to improve or to, to be competitive. And instead of, yeah, that's what companies are telling me, in, in, instead of looking at the race to the bottom and be more competitive, um, it is important to really know how to sell the value of your product or service. And how do, how do you teach salespeople to further improve selling the value story and um, yeah I think there's where we kick in uh, as an industry and as a company Sposia that we can really help to have the important information at the fingertips of salespeople uh, to be able to tell that value story and um, and to yeah to be a modern and, and, and work in a more data driven way of uh, yeah, sales sales process. So if you have that, you are more, you have, let's say, speed to have this data, and you have the transparency with your with your systems. I think that that can really help you in these COVID time, to um, yeah to battle it. And of course, mm. we will see more of e-commerce coming up as well. So your omni-channel approach. Is, is very vital. So that are, I think, a couple of things uh, that we see with our customers and next customers. Excellent. And I can only confirm this. I have heard this many times now with customers. Also, I think it was a topic in the last couple of CPQ podcast interviews that we had. And before we go down and talk a little bit more about that, I wanted to ask you also, who is a pricing and or CPQ influencer that you listen to and, and why do you listen to them? I think... What most influences me is that the, the, the many conversations I had over the past years with customers, prospects, 
people in the industry at conferences and I think that they, they taught me what is important so I think that helped a lot what I especially noticed was that customers do not just want a tool they really want to have help and, and, and guidance and advice as well and um, and I yeah to, to name a person then in the end I think a person that really thought the same but is 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 really uh, I think a, a, a special person is Ernst Jan Bouter he wrote the third business skill and and earlier his book uh, the third business skill um, yeah it triggered me really to think in a, in a in a certain way and that also helps I think companies that that they want first to learn how to walk before they run and I think too many companies have been looking or have been um, trying to work with uh, tools that they could sort of run have a lot of functionalities and then they uh, they fell over excellent and we will have the information about the book in the show notes as well now let's talk a little bit more about Sposia, right so that our listeners understand what products and services do you offer can you tell us a little bit more about that please Yes, Frank, I can. Um, uh, we offer, Sposia offers Bright Price. Uh, that's a solution, end-to-end -end solution for price management, for quotation management, and uh, analytics and reporting. And um, we bring this solution with our uh, pricing and commercial experts. And we also have a, have a, a great team in SAP, both functional as well as technical experts. So we work with a very experienced team. And you are only working with SAP or can the solution also be used as a standalone solution? Uh, it won't work as a standalone solution. It is really, um, um, let's say, it, 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 it needs an ERP to draw data from. It can be any ERP, but it works best with SAP. ERP, Excellent. Uh, as there is an out-of-the-box, instant working, a reuse of the data of SAP, and, and that does not use the APIs, that is really all data which is available in, in ERP, uh, master data, but also transactional data we can access instantly. Excellent. And is that a cloud solution or is that an on-prem solution? Uh, we cater for both. Uh, we have SAP is 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 um, is not an SAP ERP company anymore. Uh, SAP has moved on, and SAP is now also a general IT company. I would say uh, with a database and with a cloud solution, and they have developed this modern database called HANA, and they have developed a cloud solution called SAPCloud Platform. So we have made our solution on top of this. HANA database on the subcloud platform. So therefore, we are able to utilize a on-premise situation of a customer to apply our solution. If the customer have their own uh, cloud, then we can, can work with their cloud. And we offer our solution also standalone from a, uh, as, a, as a managed service, as we call it, as a, as a cloud uh, offering. And then we, we connect, connect to both uh, the SAP old-fashioned ECC, the old word, and also their modern S4HANA. 
So here we go with uh, with uh, whatever SAP ERP is um, is in place. We we work with. Got it. Excellent. Then um, one last question on this topic is: Are you focusing on any specific industries, geography, customer size? I don't know revenue size, B two B customers or B two C customers. Anything specific that listeners may want to know? Yes. Let's say we we. I've got I've got a couple of points here to, uh, to to say on that. I think it is first of all I think we differ on bringing true uh, knowledge and experience, uh, where we see other companies maybe have not that same mix. But first of all, I think we are really um, with our pricing and commercial uh, experts and the SAP functional and technical uh, people. Uh, uh, um, one of a kind, I think. Our product, secondly, our product is has a flexible user interface, and that flexibility really helps to fit to the to the customer in the end. We have an out of the box uh, tool that works, but if you can tailor the user interface how the customer really works, then you re win really so much in adoption, and that is. And that is very, very important, of course. If we look at industries, point number three, then we, I think we, we see ourselves mostly in the manufacturing and distribution area, where most of our SAP ERP customers are. And that range from uh, automotive, life sciences, and uh, oil and gas, building materials, chemicals. Another really uh, segmentation I would say is that of course we are for SAP users uh, first of all so we have a very high fit with the technology suite of SAP users and over the past weeks we really saw that in multiple cases that we've, we fitted exactly uh, the future roadmap of customers using SAP and potentially starting to migrate to S4HANA or potentially start to use the SAPCLAP platform and to use the HANA technology. And then we are really very much um, aligned with their, um, with their future uh, use of the SAP technology. And I think indirectly point five is then also uh, there that we have a seamless uh, data integration uh, there as well, where other co uh, products have to yeah, really integrate with APIs. A lot of time is spent there to, to get that right. We we uh, put our system in and as soon as it is in, we have the data and whatever pricing configuration you would have, it, we can work with it instantly. And that is really a big advantage, I think, uh, of, um, uh, of, of, our, of our solution. If you need to know what's happening in the CPQ world, have a look at our monthly CPQ Circle subscription. It has a state of CPQ, industry trends, news, tips and tricks, and an event calendar that shows CPQ-related industry events eight months out. Try it today, you won't regret it. Go to NovoCPQ.com, look for services, and then select subscriptions to sign up. 
And if you listen regularly to the CPQ podcast and or get good information from it, consider supporting us. Even a small amount can make a difference. See the CPQ podcast page on NovoCPQ.com for more info. And Walter, are you an SAP partner? Yes, yeah. We, we Indeed, we are a, a partner, a formal partner worldwide. And... Um, um, yeah, that is uh, where we are able to um, not only have our product being certified by SAP, um, we also have our product in the SAP application store, in the app store of SAP, and both are, um, you can only get that done if they have tested it. And I, I have to say that a lot of companies tell that they have certification also of SAP, but mostly that is an API but we have really an SAP technology solution. So we have had rigorous, uh, rigorous all kind of testing of, of, of our, of our um, approach and, and how our software works. We really collaborate also with SAP and I think in a very positive way. So uh, we collaborate with, uh, with them on, on the marketing area as well. And, and of course, as I'm Dutch, I know the Dutch SAP folks a bit better than others. And yeah, we really plan uh, marketing uh, together. And um, also SAP sees us as a go-to partner for their cloud, uh, cloud platform. And that is really nice to see as well, that we are a true expertise house as well for that, for, uh, for them. Excellent. And, and one question I wanted to ask was with the Microsoft Dynamics and uh, Salesforce CRM, was just wondering if you have any customers who work with the solutions as well, just see if that's interesting for other than SAP customers. Yes, it is good to say that we, we have approached this to really capitalize on the investment of SAP, but, but more precisely on SAP ERP. And we see in combination of SAP, ERP, mostly uh, Salesforce and Microsoft being uh, utilized as uh, CRM. Uh, and to a lesser extent, even SAP's own um, uh, CRM. Uh, but with all uh, three, we have out of the box integrations and it can be on various levels, whether that is um, just to populate the CRM with a quotation or even um, to um, populate uh, the CRM with, uh, with um, yeah, the conditions in, in, in Pricebook, in, in Salesforce, for instance. So we are really connected between the popular CRMs as well as to the SAP ERP. Excellent. And, and what pricing capabilities do your customers uh, look for most often right now? And has anything changed lately with uh, COVID-19? Yeah, I think that we we have we touched upon COVID nineteen already. The um, I think that the sort of get the basics right is first. If you if you want to have a um, uh, a, a price increase, for instance, if we look at pricing, I think there is now the uh, opportunity, of course, to really uh, differ from segment to segment on the price increase and why apply the same price increase to all I think that whole principle of how how can you uh, get that done that is where we help customers there's where we help customers to do a 
data-driven approach for, for segmentation. And based on that, you can understand better what, what kind of um, behaviors uh, there are. And based on that, you are able to understand these, these value drivers, what we talked about earlier, to, to sell, to sell uh, more based on the, on, the, on the value of your products. Hmm. So um, with that, we are able to develop also applying data science um, pricing corridors per per uh, per segment, and um, and help a, a salesperson to have all that data directly at their fingertips. I think that is the yeah a, a very important thing. Uh, I think what is happening now and what is uh, possible today. Hmm. And and especially on this topic, right? So how important is artificial intelligence or machine learning uh, for for your pricing capabilities? Is that something you need all the time, or how how important is it for you? I think that um, getting back to our our approach, what we think works best, is mostly to first walk before you run and uh, get these basics right. Before that, it doesn't make any sense, we think, to start with data science. And uh, I think that data science comes into place when you have more your act together. And um, we work with a data uh, pricing data repository. And once you have that in place, we are able also with HANA to apply R and Python directly on this HANA database. And there's where we can really apply the data science. Only then, I think, it starts to kick in uh, more heavily. Hmm. But as I explained in my former example, if you want to change um, your way of, of, of pricing to, to have different prices for different segments or even different customers, of course, there we enjoy algorithms and machine learning And um, yeah, that is where where then the the our data science uh, kicks in, and we generally, uh, if I may say something about it, how we do that is that uh, sure 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 go ahead. The approach the approach we have on the data science is that we see other companies really acquiring data, and then there is a sort of black box of data science, and we noticed. Uh, that that customers really appreciate the way we work in um, our collaborative approach of uh, of um, of data science. So we do business with bigger companies, five hundred million plus, one billion plus, and those companies see, of course, the opportunity of data science in general. And at some point, they will have their own data science people as well. So what we do is we work together with the client uh, in an open way, of course, with NDAs and secrecy in place, but we work together on the data science that works for them, for their company. Instead of handing in your data, you get, an, you get data science back, but you don't know exactly what that data science is doing. And we do that in an open, transparent way, and we collaborate with our customer And if they have data science uh, people in-house, we collaborate with them. And then we make that software, our Python work on their, in their uh, software environment or on our cloud. And what are the biggest challenges that your customers experience when they have to install a pricing solution? And what can they do about it? 
<laughs> yeah, what can they do about it? Work with us, I would say. <laughs> no, putting aside, we. I think on that on that uh, uh, direction, I, I do think that we, once we start working with uh, potential customers, we notice that although they have prepared and they have their initial requirements ready, that along the way we tend to trigger customers what they really want to do. And uh, I think it is not so easy when you start this pricing journey exactly where to start. I think uh, I don't want to underestimate uh, the, the, the customers. They, are, uh, they know what they want and what to do. But we do see that they appreciate some help, some direction. So to really know um, what to look for, that can be sometimes difficult. So I think that is one. And I think another thing is a solution that really is adopted. I think that is also a very big challenge what I see customers have. So once there is a product there, and now the, the, the organization needs to start to work with it in general in IT, and that also counts for uh, CPQ, is how do the people start to really work with it? And that is, of course, you need to have a great uh, uh, user experience. It needs to work. It needs to do uh, what the uh, organization needs. I think that uh, that is, I think, a key challenge as well. And uh, I think to your point of, of, of the, the former point, you also asked me about this variant configuration. I think there also we, we really see that that is a, a, an important uh, a point where, where customers have a lot of demand and where where we see a lot of help as well how to approach that and how to approach that in a way that the that the process of that company we see that now with a a healthcare company uh, uh, um, where we see that we are really able to sort of tailor it to how they work how they want to make quotes and um, and uh, that really helps in adoption And what do you recommend your customers they should consider to maintain the Sposia pricing solution? Yeah, I think that I mentioned I mentioned uh, 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 one thing already. I think um, uh, start small, step by step approach. I think that is in general a very good uh, uh, a good um, philosophy, and and luckily we see companies doing that, um, and also a way how we help companies to start in a CPQ and, 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 and pricing project is uh, we help to perform a, a so-called smart scan. Uh, we look into uh, what, the, what does go well, what doesn't go that well, uh, where to focus on first, um, uh, do analytics of, of data, but also analyze Uh, qualitatively um, interview people and we have a, a standard um, um, online questionnaire so we gather all that information we we generally do some other analysis than the, the customer is, is able to by the, by themselves and that gives a lot of insight in where to start first what is the low-hanging fruit if you need a tool what what should it do And uh, how can we help the organization to transform to a more data-driven um, approach? And Walter, what's a good way for our listeners to learn more about the Sposia pricing solution? 
we are working on a uh, series of trainings and, 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 and webinars with our structural partner EPP, European Pro Pricing Platform, and we really uh, collaborate uh, with them. And uh, also we are working on uh, a series of webinars with SAP. And uh, yeah, we will keep people posted through our website and uh, social media when and, and how this is going to happen. And the webinars and training you mentioned with EPP and SAP, they are global or you're focusing on the European market? No, that is worldwide. Uh, we currently uh, are finishing an implementation in Australia and we have customers in the US. So no, we, we um, operate globally and are able to, uh, to do a lot, even before COVID time. I think uh, we were already very uh, much um, switched on to help customers uh, in, a, in a good way uh, anywhere. So yes, we, we, uh, we do these webinars all around the world. Excellent. And we will have the links to these webinars also in the show notes. So uh, if any of our listeners have uh, any follow-up questions for you, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Well, you can uh, reach me through uh, our, our website, of course, and via email through info at sposia.com. That will always work. Or walter at sposia.com. Excellent. Walter, I think was very interesting. Thank you very much for taking the time to do that. Thank you very much, Frank, for having me. I'd like to thank everyone for listening and hope you learned something interesting today. If you like the podcast, please go ahead and rate it on iTunes or share it with your friends and colleagues. In the meantime, you can find us online at www.novocpq.com. So long, everyone. 